Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to announce that I am taking on a new wave of coaching clients. So if you are interested in recovery coaching and receiving more support, then I would love to be of service to you. You can go to the link in the show notes and you'll be redirected to a Google form where you can enter into your email and I will be emailing you and That way we can have a free 15-minute consultation to talk and discuss what you're looking for and see if coaching would align with you. So thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Well, hello and welcome or welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. I am Kay Noel and I am excited to be back with another episode. Today I thought I would share some myths that I found in my health journey, my healing journey, whatever you want to call it, perhaps my recovery. Um, but I feel like these can be a whoa, my my words. <laughs> I feel like these can be applicable to really any health journey that you're on or healing journey that you're on. These are a little bit more tailored to a health journey. These are in any particular order and I'm going to be doing 10 of them. There's plenty more, but these I think made a really profound impact on my life, kind of realizing that these weren't true. Like these statements were not true and these were statements that I certainly thought were very true in my life. So let's just get right on into it. So the first one is you need a lot of supplements to be healthy, or I needed a lot of supplements to be healthy. Really, this can extend out to, I need a lot of external things to be healthy, Um, but specifically supplements is something I personally struggled with, and I am not a doctor, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not anyone who can uh, prescribe anything, or I really don't feel like I can tell people what supplements they can and can't take. But, you know, I used to take a lot of supplements. Uh, I took supplements to try and get my period back. I took supplements to try and heal my digestion. I took supplements to give me energy when I felt like I had none. I took supplements to help me sleep. And I just, I mean, there were times in my life, especially when I was working with naturopathic doctors and integrative practitioners, which is nothing wrong with this. It's just, I felt like I needed these supplements to have a health journey and to be healthy. And there were, there had been seasons in my life where I was taking like 10 supplements a day. I mean, it was just, it was just like a full-time job to cater my life around which supplements I needed to be taking at which time and just a lot of thinking. Um, And it really prevented me from tuning into my body and listening to what I really needed. So this one really stuck out to me and I wanted to talk about this because it's something I really struggled with. I honestly feel like I had a borderline supplement, not addiction, that's not what I want to call it, but like a dependency on the promises that supplements would give to me because supplements are really sexy. I don't have a problem with supplements. In fact, I love some supplements. I really do. I promote supplements on my channel and on my page and I mean, I promote ones I, I believe in um, and I use personally, but I I really have to be mindful about my intention behind supplements and what I'm looking them to, for them to do in my life. And if they don't do what I want them to do, am I going to be okay? 
Um, so this is really was important to me. And I found that really like in a lot of times in my healing journey, when I took the supplements away, that's when I was actually able to really tune in and, and focus on healing and focus on what actually mattered to my healing journey, which was probably along the lines of eating enough food, resting more, um, sleeping, sleeping better, having better sleep hygiene and focusing on my stress, um, and self-care. So that's number one. Uh, number two is the myth is being healthy always means feeling good. I think I've talked about this before, but I used to just feel like anytime I had a symptom, it equals I'm not healthy. And this was very, uh, detrimental to my mindset and my mental health because, There were many, many seasons of my life during my healing journey where I didn't feel good generally. I didn't feel mentally or physically that great. I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to lie to anyone out there. I don't think this is always the case. I'm so glad I weight restored. I'm so glad I recovered, but it wasn't always easy and I didn't always feel the best (laughs) physically or mentally. My body was needed to shift and my everything was just changing. So I didn't always feel good. And, uh, it often made me feel discouraged because I thought, well, I'm just doing the wrong thing then. So I, I needed desperately to adopt this idea that being healthy sometimes means feeling uncomfortable. Um, sometimes it means feeling good, but it can mean feeling uncomfortable. I think that's where a lot of our growth physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually happens when we are uncomfortable, which I can talk to myself here by saying like, you can do it. You can handle the discomfort of growth. Um, That's something I have to tell myself all the time because there's plenty of days of my life where I don't feel good about what I'm doing and I don't feel like I'm growing or I don't want to grow anymore. And I just want to, I don't know, give up. And I have to remind myself that being healthy doesn't always mean feeling good. Okay. The next one, the, the next myth is once I'm healthy, I'll be able to do everything I want to do. So for me, this looked, this, let me tie this back to body image. Cause this was a body image thing for me. I, I would often tell myself once I'm healthy, I'll be able to wear crop tops again. I'll be w- able to wear dresses again. I'll be able to, I don't know, talk to more people. I'll be more social. Like once I'm healthy, I'll be able to do everything I want to do in life. And it really made me focus on the destination and not the journey, which halted my healing journey because I'm a destination type of girl. I don't know if anyone out there is listening who's also like this. It's hard for me to focus on the journey. Like I don't, I don't always like the journey, but in reality, we're always on the journey, you know? So I had to really do the things I wanted to do in the midst of my healing journey, meaning I had to wear the clothes. I had to do the activities I wanted to do in the future. I had to make, I had to be present. I had to do my, figure out what my deepest and superficial desires were and are and do them in the present moment rather than waiting for me to be quote healthy enough. Obviously there are limitations in this and I'm really privileged in my health to be generally healthy and to be able to do the things I want to do. Um, so I'm not talking about limitations that actually prevent you from being able to do the things you want to do. I'm talking about more um, energetic blocks that you put up in your life when it comes to doing the things that you want to do. Okay, number four is I have to go back in time to make everything make sense in order to be emotionally and mentally healthy. 
I think it's so powerful to go back in time, like to, to reflect back in your life and make sense of what's going on or what happened in your life. I think that's really powerful. I think that requires therapy and support and lots of other resources. Um, but I used to be like obsessed with looking back on my history and saying and thinking like, why did this happen exactly? Whose fault is this? How, um, you know, whose fault is this? What did I have to do with it? Is it my fault? Is, is it, where, where did I go wrong? And I just analyzed so, 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 so much about my past. And a lot of healing for me happened when I adopted this idea that I don't have to make everything make sense. I can live in the, this is really about living in the present moment. Like I can really live in the present moment now and be emotionally and mentally healthy now without making every single thing that I did, like rationalizing every single thing that happened to me. Um, Like I said, I think this depends on the situation and the person, but for me, I needed to be present and just kind of adopt this idea that what happened happened and I'm not, I'm not going to, you're not going to know, like, I'm not going to know every single reason as to why I manifested my health issues or my mental health issues, physical health issues. I'm not going to know why it all happened to me, every single thing that happened to me. And so, yeah, I was really stuck in the backwards. I was really stuck in the past and being stuck in the past feels like a loop. Okay. Doesn't feel good. And it really was important for me to level out be present, and have a little bit more it is what it is mindset. Doesn't mean it's not unhealthy to look back. I do that all the time. That's so important for us as human beings. I think it's just important to be present and grounded, I think. Okay, moving on. So number five, halfway through, symptoms are bad, and that means what I'm doing is not working. Uh, This is kind of like number two when I'm looking at it now, (laughs) which was being healthy always means feeling good. But this is more like symptoms, I would say, like physical symptoms. And I'm thinking back to like my digestion. I needed to gain weight in my recovery. And when I ate more food, initially my digestion was felt worse and didn't feel good. I didn't feel like things were working for me. And so I felt like, well, this isn't working. This is wrong and I'm not doing the right thing. And um, what I really needed was patience and I needed to let my body acclimate to something new. And um, so that's really what this point is. Symptoms symptoms that are bad don't always mean, or symptoms that are uncomfortable don't always mean what you're doing isn't working. Now, I'm going to say this Loud and clear, hopefully. I'm not a doctor, and I feel like you should always address your symptoms with medical professionals, 100%. So this is more so if you get yourself checked out, and your doctor says everything's okay, and you're still just experiencing, I would say, more mild symptoms or just, you know, symptoms that just don't feel good, like a little tummy ache or a little here and there. Um, Like I said, get it checked out. But for me, there, I went to the doctor, and, and they were like, there's nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, but I don't feel good. I got symptoms. And I just needed to be patient and let my body acclimate and get the support that I needed. Um, so, and, and, and it was working what I was doing. And same with my, um, same with getting my period back. I, I didn't really have a lot of symptoms. I think I just posted um, or published a podcast about signs I got, was getting my period back. And I, I say in the episode, I really didn't feel 
that many symptoms. They weren't like clear cut to me. And I felt very surprised when I got my period when I did because I didn't have a lot of symptoms that a lot of people online were telling me I'd get. So you just, I feel like you can't always tell symptoms or no symptoms exactly what's going on. Um, and if you have an intuitive feeling that you're doing something good for yourself, don't always rely on the symptoms to tell you that. I think this is really about inner trust and trusting yourself. Um, at least it was for me. Okay. Number six, health means looking a certain way and having a certain body shape. Oh, I hate this. I don't even like saying that because it's not true. Health doesn't mean looking a certain way and it doesn't mean having a certain body shape. And damn, I'm glad I don't believe this anymore because this, this is a trap. I mean, all of the world in America and everyone is like telling us that health means looking a certain way. So it's not easy to escape this idea. I would recommend reading the book Health at Every Size by Lindo Bacon. I think I recommended it last podcast. But did this really deep, that whole book just debunks this myth about healthy looking a certain way and having a certain body shape. Um, you know, just, yeah, it's just not true. Um, people can be healthy at every single size. And I'm so sick of uh, this stinky societal standards that we have. Okay, eight. There is one ideal way to eat and live according to my symptoms. So this is a myth because there's not one ideal way to eat. I think there's just as many ways to eat as there are people in this world, meaning everyone has their own way to eat. And I used to be one of those people who would have symptoms and then I would Google what my symptoms meant and then I would find one podcast about somebody doing a certain diet or restricting something of their diet and eating a certain way. And then I would think, well, they have um, symptom, they're symptom free now. And I have what they have. I'm going to self-diagnose or do what they do. And it's going to work. And then it wouldn't work. And I'd be disappointed. And I'd be stuck in square one. And my metabolism would be racked and blah, 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 blah. So I just think that there's no one ideal way to eat in general. And especially according to your symptoms, go to the doctor, go get a dietitian, go get help. If you really, really want some different way of doing things, get some personalization up in there, you know, really, um, I just think it's, for me, I really compared what I was eating and, and I really idolized certain diets and certain ways of eating. Like, like I really idolized this whole 30 thing for a while. I really idolized clean eating for a while. And there's nothing bad with like healthy eating and balanced eating. I love eating foods like that. It's just, it's just about the, um, severity and intention, I think. Okay. Number nine, I can't handle the discomfort. Kind of talked about this already. Not much here to say really, except I think we in general can handle more than we think we can. This has been my lesson of the past eight months of my life, which I've been difficult is I surprisingly can handle the discomfort. It's not easy. You know, I'm not laughing about it. I'm not super happy about it, but I can handle the discomfort that's coming my way. Um, and this was so important for me. And I'm so glad that this myth is debunked in my life because, uh, it just, 
has given me so much strength and I really appreciate my own journey and I can appreciate my own discomfort and see see the messages in the discomfort. I also think that sometimes I can't handle the discomfort or I don't want to handle the discomfort and that is fine too and there's resources that I can rely on when I feel like I can't handle the discomfort like people in my life. I could go to therapy, I could try medication, I could, um, you know, just there's lots. I, I feel lucky that I'm able to have external sources that I can rely on when I don't feel like I can handle the discomfort or I don't want to. Or I feel like it's getting in the way of my growth because that sometimes happens. Okay, last but not least, myth number 10, I am this way because I wasn't strong enough. That actually is really sad. I could cry thinking about that. I am this way because I wasn't strong enough. Um, I used to think that about myself and I look back and feel really bad for my past self and I want to give my past self a really, really big hug because... I was, I was strong back then. I just didn't have the resources I needed to thrive. I didn't have the information, the resources, the education, the experience that I needed to overcome my pain and my health, mental health issues, my physical health issues. Um, so this was revolutionary for me because and it obviously still is because I'm kind of taken back by it but I I think it's so important to understand or for me it was important to understand that I'm always doing I think I'm always doing my best with the resources I have sometimes I feel like giving up and sometimes that's okay sometimes I feel like I can't do anything but just coast and that's okay Sometimes I feel really strong and like I can tackle the whole day and everything's going to be okay and that's okay. Um, so I think what the myth here or that what the truth for me here is, is that I am this way because I don't have enough resources versus I am this way because I'm not strong enough. That's a big difference. At least to me, it's a big difference. Okay, those are the 10 myths I thought about. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Does any of these stand out to you? Are any of them relevant to you? Maybe not relevant to you? I really love all of this community, all of you listening. Thank you. And um, if you like this episode, like this podcast, or not, you can leave me a rating and a review. It really helps me on Apple Podcasts. And um, you can share with some people and maybe share with one person in your life. That would be amazing. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you have a really great day and I believe in you. Okay, bye.